0: I'm Ben McCallery and welcome to episode 218, where we're going to discuss slow by name and slow by nature.
1: Yeah. So this has come about partly as a result of last week's hostful, where we did the live host hostful, which was very fun. It was fun on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it the Facebook live video. Uh, and also as a result of the retreat, the Live Life Simply retreat, which has just wrapped up. This has been one of the big realizations that I, I, I'm seeing a lot of people making, and I think that it's, it's an important thing that maybe we don't talk about all that often, that the idea of slow living is often kind of packaged up in this really pretty idealistic kind of package uh, that is sold as a solution to all of our problems and issues and stresses in this modern, hectic, full, busy life. And the realisation that I'm seeing people come to, which makes me really happy because it's been something that I have, have worked to unpack and, and, you know, accept myself, is that living a slower life and walking the path of living a slower life is a slow process. There is, I see so many people rushing to get to slow as quickly as possible that they are tying themselves up in knots when that doesn't happen. So that's really what we want to talk about today.
0: Absolutely. Let's get into it. So you've hit the nail on the head. What we're talking about is the journey rather than the destination because you think that, and I'm totally guilty of this and I think you are as well, as you see the end game and you are constantly trying to work towards that end game that you don't actually see life for what it is and you don't take the time to process through things which can then stop you, really, or prevent you from reaching that end game?
1: It's like it's it's the I'll be happy whens. I'll be happy when we have less stuff in the Mm. house. I'll be happy when we've paid off the credit card. I'll be happy when we have a full day on a weekend with nothing to do. And I think that there's nothing wrong with aiming for any of those things, but it's about finding slow or ease or contentment in the moments that come before that.
0: Because I quite like there was a number of people that once they finished the retreat, mm. they came to us and said, the biggest thing that I've realised is that, you know, the mindfulness and simplicity are actually only the the tools that enable people to then work through the busyness rather than the end game.
1: Exactly. If, if you're able to create a meditation habit and you live mindfully and you have zero waste and you don't use plastic and you never use toxic chemicals uh you know and whatever else it is that you think slow living looks like Mm. you still have bills to pay you're still going to have bad days you're still going to argue with people you're still going to get cut off in the traffic you're still going to get stuck behind you know someone who's walking and they're on their phone and they keep getting in your way like there's still going to be frustrations yeah doesn't It doesn't stop those frustrations, but what it has done for me is allow me to soften into those frustrations and those periods of busyness. Like driving is actually a good example. I used to be quite a stressful driver. Like I would get quite, not aggressive in the way that I drove, but just in the way that I kind of referred to people if they were driving like idiots, as far as I could tell, you know, they were driving aggressively or they'd cut people off or, you know, they'd zoom up on the inside or whatever. I used to get quite angry. did and now if if i mention anything it's like well look at that guy yeah it's not like a a thing that actually impacts my headspace that's right and if if i'm in traffic now i just soften into it it is what it is you know i think part of that is giving myself enough time to get to a place so that i'm never actually at you know Mm. 10 out of 10 Mm. need to get there right now and if this red light goes red i'm staffed Like that doesn't really happen anymore because, you know, I've given myself a little more time. But it's also about the headspace that I find myself in. So for me, this idea of slow living by name, slow living by nature is not about doing everything slowly. It's about understanding that change comes slowly too. It takes time to make these changes. And because with that time and with that slow change, comes failure. Like mm. inevitably mm. comes failure.
0: Mm.
1: And backsliding mm. and frustrations and realizing that something that works for someone else isn't going to work for you. And learning to not feel bad about that.
0: It's like the mythbusters uh, <laughs> quote, failure is always an option.
1: Absolutely. Mm. Remove the the negative connotations from that as well. Maybe replace this idea of Uh, you know, improving or striving with curiosity and experimentation, what would happen if? What would it feel like to do this and not that? And I think that there's a real softness, there's a real generosity and compassion in flipping that idea and understanding that, hey, yeah, I, I can see kind of where we want to head with this idea of slow living. I understand what my stresses are. I understand what I don't want them to be anymore, but it's going to take time. Like I think we're all in such a rush to get where we want to go. You know, the immediate gratification generation, like overnight shipping, four-hour shipping, it's okay if things take time.
0: You just on that topic of softening, softening into things, you've got a a great example that, did you want to share?
1: Yeah. I was thinking about this the other night, actually. I was putting our daughter to bed and, you know, kids sometimes take a bit more time to wind down from the day. So I was laying in bed with her and I found myself thinking about wanting to get out of there as quickly as possible. Like I want to get out of there. I want to go and do something else. And I thought to myself, what is that something else you want to do? And it was like, watch a TV show or, you know, go to bed and read a book. Something – Nothing that was nearly as important as what I was doing in that moment right with there. her. Mm. And I realised that and then I kind of paid closer attention to where not only my head was at but also what my body was doing and I found that I was really rigid. My body was rigid as I lay there with her, kind of as though I was ready to spring up out of, out of there as soon as I could. And I thought what would happen if I just, if I physically softened if I physically released that tension and that rigidity that I had, and I did, I took a deep breath and I just let go of that tension in my shoulders and in my neck and in my hands as I was like hugging her and in my arms and everywhere. And I just felt myself soften and I, I kind of sunk down into the bed. And all of a sudden that impatience was gone. Where I was was where I, I where I was. There was nothing else other than what was happening in that moment. And it was such a beautiful, simple lesson that softening into those times, even when we're, like, we're, we're actively fighting against them, is a really beautiful way of accepting that where we are was, is where we are. You know, and we have a choice. I was choosing to lay there with her. I was also choosing to kind of be two places at once in my head And that's not fair to to anything or anyone. So by just softening into that, I, yeah, it became became fully where I was, body Mm. and mind. And I think that our experiences of things are always so much deeper because I can still feel like a little head on my shoulder now. Whereas if I continued to wish I was elsewhere doing something other than what I was doing, I wouldn't have had the presence of mind to picture that and to... To soak it in.
0: So soften into slow.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and everything that comes with the fact that it is slow, the frustrations and the, the backsliding and the mistakes and the lessons. Very nice. Thanks. <laughs> I think that would be my takeaway from this week. Mm. Nothing hugely practical other than to ask yourself, and it's going to depend very much on whether you're new to this idea of slow or you've been making changes for years. But ask yourself, what's something that is bringing you stress or rigidity or tension about this idea of slow living? You know, you can write it down if you want to. If you've got a whole heap of things, particularly if you're new to the idea of slow, write them all down because you're probably hearing all of these different elements of slow living and want to do them all Mm. and are frustrated that you can't. But then just choose one of those things and think, what would it look like if I softened into the process, softened into the fact that it does take time? Continue to make those changes, but understand that time is the additional ingredient. So I'd love to hear what, what that looks like for you this week and you know over the subsequent weeks and months, particularly I think as we head into a very... What's often a very full time for people, yeah,
0: full time, yeah. Soften into slow in your fast full time.
1: (laughs) It seems like quite, quite the paradox.
0: Have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you very soon,
1: very shortly.
0: Hi, Puck Pass.